This is the Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Now, with today's Caribbean News headlines, here's Keisha Wallace. Welcome to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Here's a look at some of our Caribbean headlines for today. Antigua and Barbuda government to hold consultations on legalizing abortion. St. Martin Symes MOU with Royal Caribbean Group to secure up to 1,000 jobs on board its ships. St. Lucia gets over 18 million from Taiwan for constituency projects. Jamaica invites investments by Indian pharmaceutical companies. Barbados tourism stakeholders take action to address a declining in workers in the sector and musical collaborations between elite island resorts and reggae star caution spotlights Antigua. These and other stories on today's Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Tuesday, May 17. We start a report today in Antigua and Barbuda. The Antigua Observer reports that Antigua and Barbuda is expected to start public discussions on whether or not abortion should be legalized. Conversations on the topic reignited following the publicization of a leaked U.S. Supreme Court draft, which detailed plans for the court to overthrow the landmark Roe v. Wade ruling that gives legal access to abortions across the United States of America. Antigua and Barbuda's Attorney General Stedroy Benjamin made a declaration that preparations are being made by the government to consider the public's opinion before arriving at a conclusion. Benjamin said it is intended to have some public discussions on the matter and then make a determination as to where we go from here. I know the public interest has been piqued by the intended delivery of a verdict by the United States in the case of Roe versus Wade. Antigua and Barbuda's current legislation has remained unchanged since the 19th century and cites a sentence of up to 10 years for any woman who procures her own miscarriage. The government of St. Martin and Royal Caribbean Group signed a Memorandum of Understanding on May 11, signifying the beginning of a partnership that will create an expansion of St. Martin's job market within the cruising industry. According to a statement issued by the government, the effort was a joint initiative of St. Martin's Minister of Justice, Anna E. Richardson, and the Minister of Public Health, Social Development and Labor, Omar Otley. Job seekers on the island will have access to careers on board the cruise lines of Royal Caribbean Group from line entry to executive level positions. According to the statement, the initiative began in 2021, while preparations were ongoing for the launch of St. Martin's home porting venture. During that period, Minister Richardson seized the opportunity to explore the possibilities of St. Martin providing employment for persons to work on board the cruise lines, which was in line with the plans of Royal Caribbean Group to increase the number of crew members from the Caribbean. Moving forward, the government of St. Martin will facilitate the first cruise industry job fair, which will be hosted by St. Martin's National Employment Service Center and Royal Caribbean Group's Human Resources Department. More information on the application procedures will be coming as preparations are made. St. Lucia Time reports that the government of St. Lucia has received $18.5 million from the Republic of China-Taiwan for local constituency projects. 
Taiwan's ambassador to St. Lucia, Peter Chen, presented a check to St. Lucia's accountant general. On Monday, on his official Facebook page, Prime Minister and Minister of Finance Philip Pieri wrote that the check would go into the consolidation fund. Pieri disclosed that the cash would go towards small infrastructure projects in constituencies. On behalf of the St. Lucia government, the Castries East MP thanked Taiwan for its commitment to ensure local communities address their infrastructural needs, especially regarding climate resilience and adaptation projects. Jamaica Information Service reports that Jamaica's Minister of Industry, Investment and Commerce, Senator Aubin Hill, has invited investment by Indian companies, particularly those involved in pharmaceuticals in the Caymanas Special Zone in St. Catharines. The minister said that approximately 1,000-acre campus, which will be developed under Jamaica's Special Economic Zone Authority regime, is an opportunity to further strengthen the commercial collaboration between Jamaica and India. The minister noted that due to the coronavirus pandemic and the Russian-Ukraine war, long supply chains from Russia to Egypt are now problematic. He pointed out that Jamaica is ideally situated next to the largest economy in the world. The United States of America and Canada is right there. And then we have Latin America and the Caribbean. He noted that with the changing times, we have to look for new trading partners. India is excellent with a legal system that we know and with a collaboration that we've had for a long time, he added. Minister Hill was part of a Jamaican delegation at the office of the Prime Minister for Monday, May 16, courtesy call on Prime Minister Andrew Holness by President of the Republic of India, His Excellency the Honorable Ram Nath Kovin. The courtesy call formed part of a four-day state visit to the island by Indian President that began on Sunday, May 15. The meeting included the signing of a Memorandum of Understanding, which will provide for training through Jamaica's Foreign Service Institute. Barbados Today reports that Barbados tourism stakeholders have engaged at least three government ministries to address the shortage of workers in the industry. Chief Executive Officer of the Barbados Hotel and Tourism Association, Rudy Grant, on Monday confirmed that many of the tourism workers laid off at the height of the COVID-19 pandemic had not returned to the industry. Grant added that an offer of up to 1,000 jobs from the world's second largest cruise line operator, Royal Caribbean Group, would make an already lean market tougher. Based on the volume of tourism enterprises expressing concerns about the labor shortage, Grant said the shortfall was not a large percentage, but is high enough to cause us to focus and pay some attention. We talk a lot about the industry. We talk a lot about occupancy. We talk about visitor arrival numbers. We talk about the attractions. The reality is the sustainable development of the industry really depends in significant manner on the workers, Grant declared. He said the association is compiling data from tourism bosses to get a more detailed understanding of the problems and about the main areas where the void of workers exists. 
In the meantime, Grant expressed confidence that stakeholders from the public and private sector would put their heads together to find a solution as tourism continues to be the country's main economic driver. Today is Census Day 2022 in St. Lucia. St. Lucia's Central Statistical Office is reporting that preparations for the implementation of the historic 2022 National Population and Housing Census is now in place for the implementation of the census. Over 500 enumerators will be visiting homes across St. Lucia from today, Tuesday, May 17th, through to September 2022 to conduct the COVID-19 delayed national census, which was due in 2020. Instead of paper forms, enumerators will use tablets to administer the census questionnaires. The information will be uploaded to the cloud almost immediately, making the census exercise paperless, quicker, safer, and more efficient. The use of a cloud-based tablet also helps guarantee confidentiality. Enumerators have taken an oath of confidentiality and anyone found in breach of the law will be prosecuted. Census data is needed by policymakers and development agencies to plan for current and future needs of citizens. The theme for this year is the future is counting on you. And finally, Antigua Newsroom reports that Elite Island Resorts is excited to work with reggae luminary Caution on a song about Antigua to inspire a new generation of travelers to visit the Caribbean island. That is, as COVID loosens its grip on the world and travel begins to rebound. The homegrown star, Antigua's reggae ambassador, is highly respected. He has toured with Third World, Rita Marley, and Freddie McGregor, and his love for the island comes through with every breath. The song title, Antigua Me Come From, refers to the phrase commonly spoken by locals on the Leeward Island when they proudly proclaim their heritage. The video shot entirely on Antigua brings the words to life with footage of the island's jagged coastline, home of countless coves. The crystal clear turquoise water shot from above and below. Sugary sandy beaches populated with palm trees and heritage buildings filled with stories. Rob Barrett, Elite Island Resort chairman, said this amazing collaboration between Elite Island Resorts and Caution captures the essence of Antigua and is a project we can all be very proud of. Elite Island Resorts has five luxury properties across the island that offers guests a variety of styles and ambience, but share the common bond of being all-inclusive. Caution hopes that through this undeniable power of music, his song will inspire people to visit Antigua so they can appreciate his passion for the island. Music has a way of touching us and bringing us closer where we want to be. My mission is to introduce you to 365 beaches and 108 square miles of joy, happiness, and create memories that will last forever. And hopefully you will enjoy the music too, he said. This has been your Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Tuesday, May 17th. I'm Keisha Wallace. For more Caribbean news stories and information, visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com. 
If you found value in this podcast, be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And thank you in advance for choosing Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup as your source for Caribbean-centered news.